the categories of Moktza and their corresponding laws. Hilchas Moktza is known as one of the most complex and sometimes confusing sections of Hilchas Shabbos. There are many reasons for this complexity and confusion, mainly being due to the many rules and regulations and caveats that are found within the laws. However, one of the most major contributing factors to the confusion and complexity is the various categories of Moktza. You see, while Moktza is a single term that generally refers to all moving restrictions on Shabbos, in detail there exists a number of Muxa categories in which their laws are different. And hence identifying what restrictions of Muxa apply to what item requires one to be expert in the category, which includes A, knowing the definition of each category so you can identify what object falls under which definition, and B, knowing the laws applicable to that category. In this lesson, we will briefly review the most major Muxa categories that are pertinent for one to know, their general definition and corresponding law. So we have four major Muxa categories with restrictions applicable to them. One is called Muxa Machmas Chesren Kis. The second is Muxa Machmas Gufai. The third is a Klisha Malach de la Isser. And the fourth is a Klisha Malach de la Heter. Other categories also exist, but they are less common and less pertinent to be knowledgeable of. Let's now define each category and their corresponding law. The category Muxa Machmas Chesrin Kis is considered the most severe of the Muxa categories, and it is defined as any vessel which is designated for a use which is forbidden on Shabbos, and one is particular not to use it for any other use, meaning two conditions are fulfilled in order to deem something under the category of a Muxa Machmas Chesrin Kis. The first is that its designated use during the week is something forbidden for you to do on Shabbos, such as a shechita knife. You can't shecht on Shabbos. The second condition necessary, in addition to the first, is that you, due to the expense or uniqueness of the item and due to fear of damage, you will not use it for anything else other than its forbidden use during the week, such as a shechita knife, which you do not want to use to cut for anything else because it may ruin the smoothness and sharpness. Accordingly, it ends up that it has no use on Shabbos, as you can't shecht with it on Shabbos, and you don't plan on using it for anything else, so it's considered muktzah set aside from your mind. A shechita knife is one example, but there are many other examples that fall under this category, such as the accessories of various different craftsman tools, such as safros kits, or special scissors for cutting hair, or all merchandise which is not food, and so on and so forth. Now the law of this category of Muktzah is the most severe, which is it may not be moved on Shabbos in its regular way for any purpose. Not Lugufa, which means you can't suddenly decide on Shabbos to use the Shechita knife to cut a tomato. You can't move it Lamekeme, if it's in the way you can't just pick it up in order to make space. And Laatzmei, you can't pick it up and move it to save it from damage. So in short, you cannot move it for any purpose in the regular way. As we discussed in previous classes on the subject of muktzah, you can always move all muktzah with a shinoi, such as using the back of your hands or elbow. That rule does not change by any category of muktzah. Let's now move on to category number two, muktzah machmas gufay. The definition of muktzah machmas gufay is any item which does not have the legal status of a vessel such as stones, money, pieces of wood, dirt, sand, flour, dough, animals, etc. The law of this category is similar to the law of the category Kis, which is that it cannot be moved for any purpose in the regular way. Neither Lugufay to use it for its space or to save from possible damage. The only way that it can be moved is with a Shinoi irregularity as we stated earlier. A third category of muksa restriction is known as klisha malach de la iser. Any 
any item which is its designated use during the week is an action that is forbidden to be done on Shabbos, such as a pen for writing or a scissor for cutting or matches for lighting, and what is not particular to use it for other purposes, hence not being under the category Muxamakas Chesron Kis, then its law is, is that it may be moved if you need to use it on Shabbos for a permissible matter, such as for example, if I want to use a hammer on Shabbos in order to break open the shell of a nut, I may do so. This is called legufai. You may use klisha malachter le'isra muktza for legufai. Likewise, if I left my hammer on the table, I'm allowed to move it out of the way in order to make space for things on the table. I don't have to move it with a shina. I can move it regularly as I would do during the week. This is known as lemekaymai. What then am I restricted against doing by this category of muktza? You may not move it for no reason, and you may also not move it to prevent it from getting damaged. So for example, I left the hammer out in the rain. I'm afraid it's going to grow rust. I'm not going to move it in the regular way to save it from getting rained on. We'll now move to our last category, which is kind of a misnomer, because it's not really muktza, but it does contain, contain restrictions, and that is klisha malachta A klisha malachta is any item which is not muktza, meaning any item which has a use during the week which is permitted to be done on Shabbos, such as a fork or a knife or a cup and so on and so forth, is not muktza and therefore you may move it for any purpose such as to use the space that's there or to save it from even potential damage. So if I left my cutlery out in the rain, I'm allowed to move it out of the rain so it doesn't get rained on. However, there is still one restriction on such items, meaning even what we would call non-muktza items contain moving restrictions. What is the restriction? That you may not move it for no purpose at all. Now, for what reason is there a restriction against moving these items for no reason at all, if, in essence, they're not muktza? So, the Al-Tarebbe in Shulchan Aruch, chapter 308, Allah 16 through 17, describes in length the reason behind the restriction. And in short, he basically says that in the times of the Chemyah ben Chakilia, a very strict muktza decree was made to prevent people from carrying on Shabbos in areas without an Arab. And that decree included all items, even items that aren't muktza. And even though the Jewish people began keeping Shabbos better, and thereby the decree was revoked, one element of that decree still remains today. And that is not to move items for no reason at all. There are, however, some items of exception to this rule. Number one, food. Food may be moved for no purpose at all. Books. You're allowed to move a book for no purpose at all. Likewise, the Achreinim add that clothing and jewelry may be moved for no purpose at all. According to the Mishnah Bura, according to some opinions as he brings, even cutlery and pottery may be moved for no purpose at all. However, on this the Alter Rebbe is stringent and hence, certainly one is not to move cups and plates and knives and forks and the like for no purpose at all, which means you shouldn't fiddle with them for no reason. However, there is no issue to fiddle with food. This concludes a general synopsis on the main categories of muktza, with which you can use to define practically every item, its definition, and its muktza status. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.